Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. ESPN Radio, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. Just Key and me today. What's going on, Key? I come back east and it's raining. Brought it with you, man. It was 60 and sunny yesterday. I walked out, either walked out the hotel, so what the? I mean, this is ridiculous, though. It's like, come on, seriously? It's the worst. 40 degrees and raining is the worst weather there it's is. It's the worst. Yeah. Probably because there's some huge tropical storm hitting the east and the west right now, no, anyway. Yeah. Yates has this theory. That it always rains at like Tuesday is the rain day, and so since he says it's the dumbest a, thing I ever heard, high and since he right said now, it, no, high percentage. Since he said it, it, every time I turn around, it's the Tuesday. It's raining, and I looked at it's this. Am- it's amazing, ain't it? I looked at this weather in New York, then I looked at the weather in Bristol. It's gonna snow in Bristol at some point yeah. today. Like, come on, seriously? <laughs> Do you have to I go ain't... up there? No, yeah, it's, but it's ridiculous though. Like, <laughs> that's on. a that's a thing. The the month that kills it on the East Coast is actually March because. You go through January, February, you're like, all right. It's basically, no, March, you might get three snowstorms. It was, it was perfect at home. It was crystal clear skies. It was 70 degrees. Now, it's going to get a little cool here over the next couple of days in L.A. because, like I said, some tropical storms coming through both coasts, and it's supposed to rain starting, I guess, on Wednesday till Saturday, get a break for a couple of days, and come back. It LA, is what it is. L.A. weather, man. Yeah, I'm enjoying I, it. I, I get a chance to. Uh, I remember being on the beach be in January, sending pictures back east to people. <laughs> people would be so mad. Garbage and everything on the streets, snow drifts, and it's you're on the beach. Everything's on the beach nowadays with the Ravens. <laughs> How do you even trans? Yeah, what's the transition there? You know who could live on the beach? Lamar Jackson, if he doesn't sign this franchise. Well, whether or not he does, franchise tag window opens today. Key. So here's Jeff Darlington on whether or not, and, and Jeff Darlington talks to a lot of people, on whether or not Lamar Jackson is going to play on the tag. You're crazy if you think that Lamar Jackson is going to play on either tag, let alone the less expensive one. He ain't playing for $30 million. In fact, he ain't even going to play for $45 million this year. So that tag really is meaningless as it pertains to this season. All it does is ultimately buys you some time to either negotiate a long-term deal, the one that they want to get done with all that guaranteed money, or find a way to trade him for more than two first-round picks. I ultimately think that you got to understand Lamar Jackson's desires here and what he plans to do, and there is no way Lamar Jackson is playing on either of those tags. That was from This Just In yesterday, Jeff Darlington. This Just In, never, I never get to really a chance to see it, but I hear great things. Uh, that, so he said this yesterday, Key. I yeah, I'm just thinking about the numbers. Forty five million, he's not going to play on, and thirty whatever it is on the other tag, he's not going to play 45, on. Right. Oh, Forty five, right? Oh, Forty five, yeah, thirty. Yeah. 30 I think one of them is like thirty something. Yeah. The other Forty five, yeah. Transition yeah. tag versus the actual franchise tag, and the the numbers. And when you think about it, he's not going to play on it. Which Jeff is probably one hundred and ninety nine point five percent right on that one, and that's a very high percentage. 
Um, you can't expect for a guy to play on the tag. He's already kind of giving you a lot in his first five years in the National Football League. So now you look at, okay, what what has he made in his first five years? You probably would think where he was drafted late, he's probably grossed about $30-something million plus or minus, maybe some endorsements. He picked up some cash along the way. Most of it last year. The, most most of, of the money was last year. Yeah. And so you already know he has some money in the bank to be able to sit out if he chooses to do so. He's not starving. And I think that that is the key part in all of this for Lamar and his camp is that the Ravens understand he's made money. So if he passes up the opportunity to make more money this year because he decides he's going to sit, not that big of a deal. They are now faced with having no quarterback, especially a quarterback at this level, Max, that they have not one. Huntley's okay. He's a good backup, whatever. But you don't have a guy. You don't have an MVP. And we saw what the season looked like with him. We saw what the season looked like without him. The best thing for them to do, though, is try to figure out how to get the deal done, man. I understand you don't want to spend $230 million, whatever the case is, but get close enough. Get close enough that guaranteed money, put some incentives in there that's makeable, likely to be earned, and then we can go from there. You know, I, a couple things. Number one, how so it's interesting to me that you say that you look at what he made, and that tells you, and I'm sure the team, how likely he is to sit out, right? Because he he's cool. He could sit tight for a year. So why did he play last year if he did it? Because he hadn't had that payday yet, yes. right? His whole career earnings at that point maybe. Three or four million dollars, five million dollars, something like that. Then last year he makes twenty something million. Now all of a sudden he has the war chest to say, "Uh, uh-uh, wait a minute, I'll just, I'll just sit out." So now that changes the leverage, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is, how good is Lamar Jackson? I just want to remind people he had a fourth quarter lead. The Ravens had a fourth quarter lead in every game he played this past season. Fourth quarter lead. That means you could beat. Anybody with you could beat everybody with Lamar Jackson, and then finally, key the it seems to me when you look at it, they don't want to treat him like who Deshaun Watson, right? They want to treat him like Kyler Murray or 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 Russell Wilson. So what? Why is Deshaun Watson different? He's different because once he it was clear that he was not going to remain with the team, he became essentially a free agent, in that he went to the highest bidder. So other teams are going, yeah, that was a different story. Cleveland was desperate for a quarterback. They paid him like a free agent. Well, so time out. So if I stay here and don't give you any problems, you're going to pay me a buck eighty. But if I cause a problem and make you trade me, I get 230 plus? We'll see. Because once he, key, once he hits the market as a tradable asset that they're like, yes, we're moving on, why wouldn't he get treated well, just like Deshaun Watson? Well, the feelings will be... It, it'll be a, it'll be bad feelings at that point though. If they if they tag him with a non-exclusive tag, the Ravens can match that non-exclusive tag. So, in other words, if they non-exclusive tag him opposed to the normal franchise tag, he can now go to the New York Jets. And the New York Jets could say, "We're going to give you three hundred and forty million dollars of guaranteed money because our owner's flush. He's got more cash than know what to do with." He takes that back to. The Ravens and say, well, look, I got $340 million fully guaranteed. What do you want to do? Well, we're not going to pay it. We want two first-round picks. We want a third. We want a fourth. And the Jets can say, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's that Deshaun leverage right there. Well, he doesn't have to get into a tit-for-tat argument back and forth with the yeah. team. He could just say, put the non-exclusive tag on me, 
because I'll it. show you my market. Yeah, I'll shop it. I'll shop it. Let's not let's not let's not make it about opinions. Let's see what the market has let's to say. Let's see what it is. Yeah. I bet you they won't do that though. If they did, what would the market say? The market would say north of two hundred and thirty million. Right. Because the teams that would court him need a quarterback. Owner, but not only do they need a quarterback, the owners got deep, deep pockets. Uh-huh, uh-huh. To put it all in escrow, as you've explained oh in the God. past. Right. Uh, if let's say for instance the Miami Dolphins, you've been screaming Miami Dolphins for over a year, right? Yeah. Mr. Ross has some cash. He has a few bucks. He's got a few bucks, right? Yeah, a few, few, bucks. few bucks. The Jets, they got a few. I would think Mr. Johnson has a few bucks laying around yeah. somewhere. So you talk about just those two teams in general. We're not talking about the Raiders. You know, like, the Raiders can knock on a casino door maybe and go borrow some money. But we're talking about somebody who can actually physically go to the bank and wire the money the next day into escrow. And the thing about Deshaun, oh, sorry, in this case, Lamar, Deshaun was treated as a free agent. Lamar will also be, even if it's someone like Aaron Rodgers, who's considered, even though he had an offseason, oh, my God, it's other than Mahomes, who would you want by most people? Given his age, it's not going to be 240 because you got to spread that out over all these years. Well, he's already at 150. He's at 150, well, one, right. He got 100 left. But he it, already cashed Right. It's going to be a shorter deal with a higher average annual. But the thing about a guy like Lamar is you're going to have to put – a quarter billion dollars on the day you sign him I mean, in I, escrow. I wonder if New Orleans would be in it. Would they like that? Um, Carolina, obviously, you know. See, that's the type of team. So if it's about money, Carolina's the type of team. Well, I wonder got, you know, he doesn't care, obviously. And he right? wants to swing for the fences. And he wants yeah. to swing for the fences, yeah. and they need a quarterback. They would be one that would give him $300 million fully guaranteed. Oh, what? <laughs> like, that's the type of owner that would just say, and do it. Now, there are, right now about Lamar, questions about his durability, given the fact that he missed. He was durable, very durable, right up until the year before last, and then he missed big chunks of two seasons. Soft tissue injury, man. It's a hamstring. It's not that big of a deal, right? I mean, one was an ankle, I believe. One was a hamstring. Nothing, nothing major. He hadn't had any surgeries. Nothing like that. So I would still look at him as durable. Yeah, and how about this one? This is the thing that always blows my mind. Think about Joe Burrow. Oh, my God, he just got to the league. He's so young, he's going to the sky's the limit. Lamar Jackson is three weeks younger than Joe Burrow. He's younger than Joe Burrow. And two years in the league more, right? Yeah, he's already won an MVP. He, By the way, if you look at the, the, the way he's played in the playoffs from, oh, my God, he's a deer in headlights. Then in the second half of that game, oh, wait a minute, he looks more comfortable. Next year, oh, that's, that's Lamar Jackson. Following year, he wins a playoff game, and then he's been hurt. See, that, and, and this is the problem when you don't have an agent, though. The, the problem is, see, your agent can now play good cop, bad cop. He can go to the team and, and tell the team certain things that you don't want to do. Here's what he needs. Here's what he wants. Keeps the relationship keeps better. The, yeah. Well, not only keeps the relationship better, it's just a different, it's a different voice coming from an agent in this situation when you can go to them and say, my client wants a non-exclusive tag because he wants to show you. Me walking in and telling you I want to show you, it's like, oh, you know, they're going to try to talk you out of it. and You know, it becomes one of those they'll talk you out of it, right? You but, trust us, don't you, you Keith? You, you trust us, right? <laughs> We've been here for you when nobody else wanted you. You're like a son to me. <laughs> they, the, 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 they beat the players in the head with this stuff. Of course you need an agent. I, like, I, look, I get it. You can keep it in the family. You can give someone a flat fee. You don't have to give them a big percentage. But it seems to me it, it pays to have an agent. In these situations, it does. 
just for a buffer standpoint, somebody experienced that the league could talk to who's licensed. Speaking of an agent, at what point does Daniel Jones become too expensive for the Giants? Because he just switched agents. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. We are right there. Run ESPN 2 till 8 a.m. Eastern. ESPN U till 10 a.m. Eastern. You can download the podcast. You can listen on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio. We are right there, and we're presented by Progressive Insurance. So, Key? Yo. I was very, very happy with Daniel Jones's. I was very, very happy with Daniel Jones's play this year. You know, including even in the loss to the Eagles. First of all, he won a playoff game on top of everything else. Even in the loss to the Eagles. They beat Minnesota. Yeah. He didn't have a shot against that Eagles defense. No one was open. And you know what I like, Key? I didn't see him do anything stupid. Try to play, be the hero. There was no way they were going to win that game. He still played within himself. Didn't go crazy. It wouldn't, you know, they just would have lost even worse. I like what I'm seeing. I want to see him with a top receiver. But the Giants may have to pay him before we get to see I, that. You know, I didn't like him at the start of the season, going into the season. I felt like he would be benched for Tyrod Taylor yeah. early. But then after about five games, six games in at that mark that I thought he would be benched based on his pass – I was like, oh, he's going to be all right. Because, you know, I could, I could see a dude if he was going to be a bum or not. But under Brian Dable's situation and the way that they was playing, I'm like, oh, he's going he's gonna to be okay. They might want to think about in November approaching him and trying to give him some money. But they waited too late, and now it's going to cost him a little bit more. Now, look, based on the quarterback landscape that's out there, there's n- they have no option, really. I mean, you could say, well, they can go get Jimmy G. And they can, like, no, I'm not going to get, I don't want Jimmy G. Right? Like, there's nobody else out there. Well, he can sign Carr. You're going to have to pay Carr $40 million a year. You're going to have what, to pay him. Is there that. anyone, let me ask you a question. Is there anyone in this draft who you could look at and say, okay, no, they're not ready for prime time. But like Josh Allen or someone like that, they're raw. But the right coach might see him and go, Give me him for a couple of years because he could be great. Anyone like that? 
the 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 Will Levis kid has some intriguing stuff because he's a nice size, like Josh Allen. He can run the football a little bit, kind of a little bit, little fake athletic, mm-hmm. you know, big strong arm. Mm-hmm. So you think he could throw in in the wind that'll be swirling in the stadium. He could pierce it on the East Coast. You think he can, but he could also turn into a pumpkin. And if you pass on Daniel Jones and signing him and you try to draft somebody, you know, Malik Hooker's ACL, so he's nothing for you, right? Uh, uh, Bryce Young. Too small. I mean, he's a smaller guy. Who else is there? You could Maybe take if a, they were in a dome, you could look at Bryce Young. You could Young. take a flyer on the Florida kid, Richardson, if you like. See, uh, Richardson's a guy like that maybe. But you, t- but you don't know what that is. That's the whole thing. You and have Daniel no Jones idea. has now been cultivated over the course of years. C.J. Stroud, again, <coughs> what, what is it? Daniel Jones is better than all of the quarterbacks that's in the draft based on what he's done in the five years, at the four years, the five years that he's been at quarterback, or four better yet, that he's been at the quarterback position. So he, he switches agents, and, and, and the question is, should the Giants put the non-exclusive tag on Daniel Jones, see what the market would be for him? But Key, Yes, if go the, ahead. It, what's the franchise tag for a quarterback now? It's in the mid-30s? It, it, it's the average, so it's probably in the 33 million dollar range. Right, I think that's right. So if you tag someone, all of that counts against your cap that year. If you work no, cap, out a, So if you tag a guy... Yeah. And he signs the tag, is going to count against your cap. All of it that year. All of it. If you tag him between today and June, whatever the date is, that $32 million, a 33, a 34, whatever that number is, is eating up all of that cap space. So now you got draft issues because that counts. You got guys that you drafted. On top of the guys that drafted, because that's in April. There's guys that are going to be hitting the free agent market here soon. You say they need a receiver. What if DeAndre Hopkins is available for whatever reason? What if Michael Thomas is available for whatever reason? Or Keenan Allen for whatever reason? Or all of a sudden there's a T. Higgins possibility can be on the move. Can't do anything. Can't do anything because that 30 plus million dollars is eating up a lot of the cap. Plus you got to sign some of your own players back that may help you in the future. But if you do a longer term deal that you can, you can lessen the cap hit because you can say, here's, let's just take a number. That same 33, here's the, here's, or let's go up off that 33, say, to, to 40. Here's this 80 million guaranteed, but we're going to spread it out over three or years, right? So that lowers the cap hit per year. So the question is, what is that number for Daniel Jones? And key, it seems pretty obvious to me, the number starts at 38 million. Starts like you're not gonna. He's not gonna think about anything under 38, and and the, you'd hope that you well, could the say number, the number starts at whatever the tag number is. No, so, it would have to go up a little bit off yeah, that because you're giving them the, the tag number is 33 million. It starts at 33 million. Now let's go from there. Okay, but I'm saying something that he's gonna take that makes sense to him. For that, just play on the tag. I got my 33. Well, he wants to be in New York. You play that on him. You you, you look. We my drafted point is, you. You want to be Eli? Eli, talk to this kid. Let him know what the hell's going on. Except he just left the agent that was <laughs> the Eli's agent, and he went with another agent. So, so, so my thing is that's you a would, bad deal, dude. If I'm the Giants, I'm I'm hoping I'm thinking would he take seventy five guaranteed over three years? So he's got 
more than twice the tag, a lot more. 75 guaranteed over three years is only $25 million a year. No, it's guaranteed because then you, you put on top of that another whatever. So you get it up to 100 and whatever you need to get it up to. You get it up What's to 100. What's his base salary going to be? Whatever it is, the cap hit is the guarantee is 70 or 75, and the whole thing is 100. But I need to average real, I need $40 million a year guaranteed. However you want to give it to me for those for three years. For how many years? For those three years. So you want 120 guaranteed. No, so not, now we got to do a four-year deal. Not, it's not a matter of what I want. It's a matter of what you're going to give me. Because if that, you don't give it to me, you're going to be with Jimmy Garoppolo. This is what I'm saying. So the Giants are hoping, man, what, what if we give them 75 or 80 over three years? That's the guarantee. And then we add it up with the extra it's non-guarantee not, but, money. But, but, but the reality work, Max, is, that's the what I'm average, saying. The average. Think, just think about this. Just think about the... First three years average. Yeah. I need at least 40 right. times three right, but on that's, the average so, of guaranteed money. And what that means is it's a four-year deal already. Or else, or else the cap hit goes make, up, not down. You can make it a 20-year deal. Exactly. I don't give a damn. Yes. All I'm asking for is 40 times three guaranteed for three years. And I think the Giants are probably thinking more like, how about 40 times two over three that, years? We, we won't get that done. That's, that's not going to get it done. And, and Key? That's not going to get it done. Key, it seems to me that's, why he's, that's why he's switching agents, right? Just not going to get it done. How, how are you expecting for me to be a star quarterback, star, whether you believe I'm a star or not, in the city of New York where the athlete makes more money than any other state in sports? It's more expensive, too. It's, yeah. it's New York. I got to get paid. Uh, I'm the star quarterback of the New York Giants. Yeah. Come on. So, so do you sign knowing that that's the reality? You signing Daniel Jones or not? If you're the Giants, what what I would do is probably franchise tag uh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. have a conversation about the non-exclusive tag on Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. but take the chance and the risk that somebody would be willing to give up the draft capital to firsts to sign him. Mm-hmm. Take that chance and that risk. But even knowing that there's no team out there, maybe the team across the river or whatever you want to call it, the yeah, Jets. Great fit on the Jets. Well, it's not across the river anymore. It's yeah. next door. Um, would drive up the economic price. So if they drive up the price, are we willing to match that $45 million a and year? At that point, you and take how the, the serious are the Jets about Daniel Jones? Are the Jets more serious about Daniel Jones or Carr or Aaron Rodgers? And how and do you believe to, you're, if, you're, if you're Daniel Jones, do you believe you can do that without Dayball? With a whole new yeah, but that doesn't matter staff. right now. I'm on my money. All that well, coaching course. doesn't matter because at that point, it doesn't. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But if you're the Jets, you're gonna spend between forty and fifty on a quarterback anyway. If you're the Jets. Now, if you're the Giants, you have to say, are we going to spend between 40 and 50 on a quarterback? Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes. And one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, 
pounds and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Raiders released quarterback Derek Carr ahead of the deadline where $40 million of his contracts guaranteed. In 2021, Derek Carr midseason was an MVP candidate. I just love the beauty of him being a free and clear free agent. Yeah. Like the opportunity to be courted, to make a decision based on where you think you can win right away, but also get compensated. Now he'll get a chance to find a team that matches, but also wants him to be on that team. I think this is great for Derek Carr. And we will get to Derek Carr just in a second. He, he, he visited the Jets. Yay! Hey, did, did they make the wrong decision letting him out the door without a deal? 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776, at least making an offer, right? Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance, just key and me today. And we're going to get to the Derek Carr calls in a second. People want to – or get to Derek Carr in a second, but people want to talk, Key. Mike in Maryland, what you got to say about Daniel Jones, Mike? Morning, guys. Uh I, I was a big Tampa. I am a big Tampa fan. I was there for 20 years before I moved here. And uh, I think the Bucks would be a perfect place. Uh, they got a, you know, their offensive line kind of shambles. Jones moves real well. They're paying zero to quarterback. All they got is Trask on their roster right now. And hell, if Wirfs and Jensen actually recover, it could end up being a lot better situation than it appears. So I think Tampa would be a good spot. Thank you. No, I'm good. If I'm him, I'm, I'm – I agree. Yeah. I don't even know, like, it's a new offensive coordinator. It's it's like I, – I at least know what I got with Brian Dable. I mean, it's a new old coordinator in, in, in New York with the Jets as well, but, you know, at least I'm in New York. And that coaching <laughs> and staff – move. That coaching staff is so good. Like, if you're Daniel Jones, the, le- or the leverage the Giants have here is really – Man, this is a good situation for you, Daniel Yeah, but you're Jones. not going to give me $20 million, Max, <laughs> no, for no, a good no, situation. No kidding. Right, not, you're going to have to pay him. not going to play on my emotions. You're going to have to pay him. But what you ju- you know, like, in the end, do you have to match dollar for dollar what he believes might be out there? Or can you come within – can you get, get 95 cents on the dollar? You know what I mean? Could you do I, a I little think, something? Cause he's, I can't he's speak a, on other people's money. I think different. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to, to stuff like this, or like, when, when I was – making decisions in my career and looking at contract situations. I don't have to be the highest paid. I just need to be comfortable to where I feel good about the situation. You're in line more I'm or less line. with every, I, with the I, top. I'm, not, yeah. I, I'm good. If you give me 42 and I was really asking for 45. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. We, we might be able to have a conversation. Right. Right. You know? That's, that's but exactly Don't try right. to give me 36 and I'm asking for 42. Yep. Don't do me like and that. And that's probably more or less what's going on here now. Yeah, don't, don't play with me like that, because then you're going to make me mad. Steve in Missouri. You're on Keyshawn J. Willamax, ESPN Radio. 
Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all doing today? What's going on? Good. First of all, Tishon, I understand where you're going for it, and society has created this with all this money and this wealth and stuff, but Daniel Jones really had one great year. I mean, how much is too much? I mean, does he really deserve it? I mean, he's had one really good year. Let's get real with it, and honestly. No, look, look, um, I, I get where you're coming from from a fan's perspective, but inside the walls of organizations, they don't think like fans. They don't think like normal people, everyday working people that get up early in the morning and go to work and come home and the food is on the table. No, that's not the way that they think. They think about their franchises and how to win a Super Bowl. And if Daniel Jones, they feel, is a guy who can help them win a Super Bowl, then they'll spend the type of money that there is whether he's played six games or not. You can look in the history of the National Football League at the quarterback spot. How many quarterbacks are overpaid based on a handful – I go all the way back to Scott Mitchell in Detroit. The Miami Dolphins gave him everything and then some, and he had like three good games. <laughs> and But what you just said about the organization asking, can they win a Super Bowl with him? Yeah. As a Giants fan, I can tell you, he is exact. Oh, yes, he's he can run, but he's just like all the Giants quarterbacks that won Super Bowls, which is nice player in the regular season. He can, he can handle the offense. He can make he a nice third well down play. He plays up in the postseason. Right? Like, he's exactly that guy so far. It, it, and, and then when we have these conversations about money, Max, it's, it, and we start talking about money, it always, people going to always look at it and they go, well, he's not worth that because he hasn't shown you the body of work. But you're not paying for what he has done. You're paying for what he could do. Yep. And what also what, what the market's going. Like, what, the, what is the market? What's the market? I mean, you know, just think about it. In, in my own career, if I was playing right now in the day, they'd have to put me on level where it'd be so damn expensive. They couldn't <laughs> afford it. What did you get back in the day? My biggest deal was when I was at Tampa. It was, I think I, I think I signed seven years, like $73 million or something like that. That's 100 years ago, too. That was 100 years ago. Yeah. These dudes, and my average was only, like, real average was, Real average it was probably like six and a half. But back then, that was like a receiver. Is yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. More than the quarterbacks. But now the receivers are getting thirty. So I you mean, know they get thirty now. They have to pay me forty five. This is in, this is inflation. I mean, this is this what is happens. Life. Every era, you look back and you go, "Oh, if only what? Can you believe what they're making today?" Every <laughs> era says that. Ever since the start of free agency. All right. So Derek Carr was uh, in New York visiting the Jets. Did the Jets... He was in... Oh, Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr, yeah. Did the Jets make the wrong... When I say New York, I mean New Jersey, actually. (laughs) New York is so gangster. It's just a whole other state. They just still say, nah, we'll just slap our name on it still. Um, Did the Jets not... Did they make a a mistake not at least having an offer there? So he leaves the building with an offer. Here's Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter on the 6 o'clock Sports Center last night. The Jets really believe that Derek Carr is the type of quarterback that can lead them to a potential championship. They also believe that the meeting went really well. Here's the rub, though. Aaron Rodgers still lingers, and the team also remains fascinated in the possibility of adding him. So why is that a problem? The timeline. Right now, we're looking at a situation where Aaron Rodgers hasn't even gone to the Packers to say whether he wants to be traded. We don't know if the Packers would be willing to trade him. We obviously know that there's a decision to be made there. Mm. So do the Jets go hard for Derek Carr now, or do they risk potentially losing him and waiting it out for Aaron Rodgers? Usually when a guy leaves the building, probably not coming back without a deal. 
Usually it works that way. Um, they don't have the same agent, which is a plus, meaning Aaron Rodgers and Carr. And, and Carr they don't have the same agent, which is a plus. They're not negotiating uh, uh, against each other with the same guy. The, and I keep trying to convince you as much as I can, knock you upside your head, Max, to get you to understand that Carr's really good, man. I think Carr's solid. You know, people out I don't know there, about really good, but he's solid. Man, he's really good. He's had a bad stretch with Josh McDaniel. He's a top 15 quarterback. See, I don't, I don't see 14 guys better than him. Oh, I, I, just, I also don't think you could say defi- – I think there's probably, there's probably like eight or ten guys definitively better and, and another four or five guys you could argue, but maybe I would take them before him. But, yeah, he's good. The Jets he's, he's brass even said they think they can win a championship with him. So what does that mean? Key, I'm arguing for the – I think Carr is a better option for the Jets than Aaron Rodgers. Well, because you don't have to give up as much. And, and also, you probably have him – like, look – I, don't I mean, care you who can keep you your draft picks. It, you keep it, keep your draft picks, and probably keep another thirty million dollars in your pocket per year. Like, well, I I don't care how good a quarterback is. I don't care how good the team is. Odds are, you ain't winning the Super Bowl in any given year. It's hard. There are a lot of other good teams absolutely, too, right? Absolutely. So it's really if you think you have a really good team, how many bites at the apple are you going to get? Rodgers maybe gives you two bites at the apple, right? I mean, now, right? if if Rodgers, if if I didn't have to give up. What the what yeah the yeah Packers, then you get right yeah yeah then I want Rogers then, of course because he gives you a premium but even, but but what I'm saying is because he's got four good years left in him. Let's say two will be with the Jets if they work it out right. Those are the two prime years left. Let's say no man, dude can play. <laughs> okay, maybe, but he's pretty bad. If it's two, if you're being conservative, saying it's two, and let's say he gets to an AFC Championship game and loses, right, which is a good year. That's it. Now you're dra- out the draft picks. You got, but I think if you have five or six bites at the apple with a guy like Derek Carr, if you get him in there and he's there for the long run, because he's much younger. But I don't than think Rogers. you're gonna get five or six. How many you get with Derek Carr? You might get three. And then what? He's he's done. He's probably got three three of those Derek Carr years left in him. So you're saying the the height at which a quarterback hits suggests he can play longer because he has more way to fall, right? Yeah. So so Derek Carr doesn't have as long a way to fall as Rodgers. Once he starts declining, it'll be over quick. Aaron Rodgers got probably – Aaron Rodgers at the premiums probably got four years left. Derek Carr – Derek Carr is probably a three-year – and the reason is it's because they're going to get tired of him because the, the whole narrative is going to catch up to him if he doesn't hit pay dirt immediately. Car. They, car yeah. Because they don't have time to wait on him. They're not going to get tired of Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I might retire. I don't well, know. Well, that's You're different, confident. though. I'm talking about his ability on the field. I might retire. Come on. Ed, could you? I'm already tired of it. <laughs> like, he hasn't even gotten See, to New York yet. See, if he came to New York and did that, then it would really be a problem. It would be a boy. We'd have stuff to talk yeah. about, though, huh? At what point does a quarterback become too expensive? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776-KJM. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know we're big fans of BetterHelp in all the ways it can help people with their mental health. And this year has gone quickly. And so I'd like you to think about something that you're proud of in 2024 so far. Think about what you would be proud of. What's something you still want to accomplish this year? And when life goes fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate those wins. And therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months for the rest of the year so you can look back on the rest of the year the way that you have this past year to know that it went the way that you wanted. And therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills 
how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I urge you, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So take a moment for you. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Unsportsmanlike. If you're on the course, you know that golf gets so much harder when you're not comfortable. Elevate your game with the Task Performance Clubhouse Collection made with highly technical fabric blends created exclusively for the Task brand. Amazingly soft, lightweight, breathable, durable, and versatile. Task garments keep you fresh and comfortable all day on the course, in the office, or for travel. Task has harnessed the performance attributes of natural materials to deliver better apparel, made better, and for better experiences. The Clubhouse Collection features polos, shorts, pants, and layering pieces in a wide variety of colors and patterns. Task's Clubhouse Collection will have you turning heads on and off the green. The perfect mix of casual and active pieces. The Clubhouse Collection elevates the golf classics through innovative and functional fabrics and design. It's time to step up your game with golf attire that truly makes a difference. Check out Better Now at TaskPerformance.com. Use code SPORTS to get 20% off. That's code SPORTS at TASCPerformance.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. If the New York Jets don't send a private plane full with unlimited cash straight to Derek Carr and say, come join us right now and be our quarterback, they will be making the biggest mistake of the offseason. Well, I think he's going to end up back in Green Bay when it's all said and done. If I am the Jets, I'm not waiting to see if Carr is going to come to me. I'm going to go make the moves to try and get Aaron Rodgers. The number one spot I'm looking at right now is not the Jets, unfortunately. Right now, it's the Raiders. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Key, I told you there'd be a market for car. I don't know why you're arguing. <laughs> He's no good, as everybody would say. Ah, oh, you're crazy. Like, the dude could play football, man. It ain't his fault that the Raiders are bad. Mike Tannenbaum, I think a lot of times, though, Key looks at a quarterback with a pulse, and he goes, oh, that guy's good. <laughs> Look at him. He's alive. He can, he can move. He can throw. He didn't play with a lot of those guys. Well, the Jets right now, the bar is pretty low, actually, so... Yeah, no question. Who is the bar low? Uh, Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider, former NFL executive, of course, shrewdly got multiple first-round picks for Keyshawn Johnson, famously. <laughs> uh, what do you think is going to happen regarding Lamar Jackson and a potential franchise tag? Oh, he's going to get it, and uh, hopefully they can work out a big deal. And Key knows this, which is, if I'm the Raven, especially with a new offensive coordinator, I want to get a deal done because if you don't have your – franchise quarterback, and you're trying to establish Todd Monk and their new OC, it's a complete waste of time. Every time a player goes out there and you're trying to install an OTAs, minicamp, trade camp, whatever it is, and your quarterback's out there, it's it's a joke. So I think there's even more pressure now on the Ravens to get a long-term deal done since they've changed coordinators. When when, is, when, when does the OTA start, Mike? Well, they, they have some time. It's probably like about six weeks from now, but it's it's way before – what would be, you know, typically the July 15th deadline. No, I was just thinking, I was trying to think through it. 
six weeks from now. So that's right around draft time. And if they wind up drafting a quarterback because they need arms in camp or whatever, not that they'll draft a guy who is capable of being Lamar, but somebody that, you know, could be there so they could get through install and stuff like that. But he's right. If you don't have your quarterback there and he's not in OTAs, then there's mini camp. And then there's then there's the summer, and if he's not there, you're gonna have a good season, right? It's just a, you you just basically punted on something. So, Mike, we played uh, sound from Jeff Darlington from this just in uh, earlier today, and you, I, I never get a chance to see it. I hear great things about that show, though. But great you, host. he was yeah, handsome. He he was arguing with you. You guys were going at it. Uh, Communicating, you, Max, with him. That? No, no, they were they were disagreeing. Let's put it that way. I got a free dinner in Boca coming. I'm looking forward to tell, it. Tell everyone the bet. Oh, or going to Mateo's, conveniently located on Federal Highway. Great uh, Italian food, family style. Um, so what happened was the, the bet was that in 20-plus years of working in the NFL, 100% of the time, this time of year, no player is ever going to play on the franchise tag. And 100% of the time, when it comes to September, they're not going to miss a paycheck. And Jeff thinks that Lamar Jackson would actually miss a paycheck. My point is, plus or minus $2 million a week, I don't think Lamar Jackson's going to miss a paycheck. Therefore? Le'Veon Bell did. Le'Veon Bell, he was an exception. Therefore, Mike? Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get you. Le'Veon Bell did, and so did Sean Gilbert. Yeah. Sean Gilbert, I, I would put it on a whole different sort of like, Plane. I mean, now that came up actually, ironically, with Darrell Revis, but I should say 100. 99. I'm of just, team. I just, you know, when you say 100, I'm like, well, wait a minute. But, but you are 100 percent right in an assessment that when you start missing paychecks, it feels different. It just, and, and he knows being a front office guy that you don't really like missing the two million dollar paychecks, Max. It's it, Key, Keyshawn. It's a little bit different. Key, about two million dollar paycheck. Key, Come Key, on, about two million dollars a week. <laughs> No, I, I, I get it. I don't care how much money you've made in life. I don't care what your principles no, you, you, are. You, $2 million you think a week. I tell Max them this all the time. I'm like, dudes ain't trying to miss no paychecks because it's something about getting a surf and turf with lobster and steak and then just going to salami and bologna. It's something about that. Yeah, you're used that. to it. Yeah, it's like, nah. <laughs> so so, so uh, you believe, therefore, the non-exclusive or the exclusive franchise tag? Well, if I was the Ravens, I would put the traditional non-exclusive tag on because I think this is the year, like, if I'm the Ravens, look, I think there's deal fatigue on both sides. So if I'm the Ravens and I could get two ones, I got to strongly consider that. Because if I can't get a deal done, I don't want to be year to year anymore. But what ones, though? Well, that's a fair point. But I think the key I keep going back to, key, is Atlanta. I think Atlanta's a team that they were in on the Deshaun Watson situation. Mm-hmm. They got some good young players, Drake London from yep. Yep. You know, USC. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Yep. And also you put Lamar there. It changes the trajectory of your whole franchise. Look what Arthur Smith did with Ryan. But Tandem. what ones am I giving though, and what ones am I accepting? Well, that that would be a top ten pick. If, if Atlanta signs them to an offer sheet, they give up their two ones, and this year's first round pick is uh, in the top ten. So it would give up top ten this year, and then whatever they and then whatever is, it is yeah. next year. So yeah. what if what if that all of a sudden there's there's Atlanta's one this year, but Atlanta really does well. With him, and that pick is now twenty seven. Got a yeah, top yeah, ten pick and yeah. another first round. That's not good enough round. for me for him though. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's eight. They're so eight eight is not. First of all, eight is too low. Okay, and then if he goes there and they win, and now that's the bottom half of the first round. It will that's, certainly be the yeah. bottom half. It'll be almost absolutely. the very bottom of the first round just, with Lamar. It was, right, it's, it's too low. 
But 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 the inverse of that key is if we were running the Ravens and we're like Lamar, here's one seventy five guaranteed, here's one eighty five. We're not doing Deshaun Watson. We're just not going to go there. And he's saying no, no, no. And we're trying to go out there with Todd Munkin. At some point, we got to say to ourselves like we're not going to get this deal done, and we can't go year to year. Like I'm just telling you, like deal fatigue happens. Like. We've seen it in Green Bay. We saw it with Brett No, Clark. of course it does. Yeah, so, like, to me, it's not ideal. Like, you can't look at the package Deshaun Watson got and say, hey, one it's, of those first-round picks could be low. But I can know now, and the reason I can now because it's completely changed. The landscape has changed now. We're at a different time where if we were negotiating seven months, eight months ago, you can make that argument that don't look at the Deshaun deal. Now, all of a sudden, everything's changed. Yeah, you know who's going to look Money. at the Deshaun deal? Atlanta. Well, <laughs> they're going to give him the Deshaun deal, right? Because because they wanted to give Deshaun the same deal yeah. Cleveland after he decided to go to Cleveland. Because they came they, back and was like, well, we'll do that deal. If you don't have a quarterback, that's what it costs to well, get one. That's why I think this offseason guy is, is so fascinating. Between about Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Will somebody else break through and get Deshaun's contract? We don't know. Like that to me is like we're, we're we are sitting on a transformational moment of quarterback I, salaries. I bet my left arm because I gave my right away a lot that Joe Burrow will certainly be right near or above Deshaun. Do you think Mike Brown is going to give him two hundred thirty million dollars in guaranteed money? I, I think so. Once once they because, see Mike, because, that the, because, that some other team will give it to him. Like what's about to happen? To no, no, I because. It's Joe Burrow, and it's a di- it's different now. It's just different now in Cincinnati. If he screws that up in Cincinnati, they'll go nuts. It is it is amazing the message that's being sent. If if you want your highest to the market, Deshaun Watson guarantee, insist on a trade, right? Like if you're going to get traded, then you'll get the money. That's what the message will be if Lamar Jackson goes to a place right. like Atlanta and right. gets his two thirty. That is Mike Tannenbaum. You can see him on such shows as this just in. Thank you, Mike T. Much more after this. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Can you remember the last time you had fun on a bike ride? Electric e-bikes, the number one seller of e-bikes in America, is here to bring fun and joy back to biking. Their riders routinely say they feel like kids again riding these bikes. And one even said, I'm a 46-year-old man, and I can honestly say I haven't had this much fun on a bike since I was 10 years old. These e-bikes from Electric are fast. They're up to 28 miles per hour. They offer lightweight and foldable e-bikes, so you can easily take them on the go to explore national parks, campgrounds, and more. Even if you don't have a truck, trailer, or a bike rack, many of their models will fit in the trunk of a car. They also offer long-range batteries that provide over 65 miles of range so you can explore further and longer. Just head on over to electricebikes.com today and take their bike quiz to find a model that's perfect for your needs. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com.